Welcome to the Date With My Therapist podcast, the place where the best conversations never have to end. We're talking all things fertility, pregnancy, postpartum, womanhood, motherhood, relationships, spirituality, marriage, and beyond. I'm your host, Shelby Roberts. Welcome back. Okay, so today I realized I haven't spoken a lot about this. I Some of these topics I've spoken about so much behind my chair that I think there's nothing left to say about them, but not everybody has sat in my chair, so it's still worth talking about again. And what exactly I'm talking about today is called cycle syncing. Maybe you're familiar with this, maybe you're not. I read a book probably just a couple of years ago called um, in the Flow by Alyssa Vitti. Not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but essentially she is the founder, creator, what have you, of the cycle syncing method. And I feel like she is one of the earliest people to start talking about this because now it's all over the place. You probably have heard people talk about cyclical living. There's other books written as well, but she was the first that I found this cycle syncing method through. So this book, In the Flow, is all about her patented method of living your life by the cyclical nature of your menstrual cycle. So we as humans all have a 24-hour clock, which is called your circadian rhythm. Men follow it to a T. She talks quite a bit about this in the book. As women, we have a second clock, which is called our infradian rhythm, which is your menstrual cycle. And it's interesting because in the book, I don't think it mentions it, but I talk about this a lot in our infradian rhythms. And I've said it so many times that I was like, is it just women that have it? Is this the only thing? And then I decided to do a little research and it turns out an infradian rhythm is anything longer than a 24 hour cycle. So hibernation, molting, shedding, mating behaviors. It's really interesting. So um, yes, our 28 day cycle on average uh, is considered an infradian rhythm. So in this book, she talks all about how you can use this nature to your benefit because, I mean, haven't we all been convinced that having a menstrual cycle or having a period in general is the worst thing that could happen to you? And it's such a burden and it's an awful thing to have, which is so far from the truth. However, the kind of periods that most of us have are not normal and natural and as they're intended to be. And she goes over all of these things that contribute to painful periods and pretty much putting our body in dysfunction and dysregulation by whether it be endocrine disruptors, chemicals, um, birth control, all kinds of different things that cause our bodies to give us biofeedback that we're having hormonal dysfunction. Uh, such, For example, we're not actually programmed to have PMS. Um, those symptoms are your body telling you that something is out of sync, essentially. So it's really interesting because it makes you take stock of your life and think about the things that you're doing that might be causing some of these things. She doesn't go over all this in the book, but just from my own lived experiences, I'm really starting to compile quite a bit, I feel like, of my own case study. Um, things that I know have affected me dramatically aside from birth control. That's, you know, an entire other topic. But 
just even feminine feminine hygiene products, pads, tampons, uh, whatever it is that you use. But specifically, I mean, just tampons alone, there's so many chemicals on them. They're, you know, bleached cotton that you put inside of your body and just let sit and marinate. I don't know what planet we live on where that sounded like a great idea. I, I like it. If you've just been using them your whole life, you don't think twice about it. That's that's what almost anything, right? But whenever you sit back and discuss what it is that you're using and say it out loud and the processes that, you know, are used on these things, and then you think about the fact that you're putting it in your body or eating it or rubbing it in your skin, et cetera, et cetera, it kind of freaks you out and begs the question, you know, what else am I using that is disrupting a natural hormonal cycle in my body? So anyway, full circle here. I used to have really, really painful periods whenever I was young. Um, I didn't know anything different, you know, even most of our mothers, you know, with the best of intentions described periods as a terrible, awful thing. There's the select few whose moms didn't say that, but they're explaining based off their own lived experiences. And if you have painful periods, you expect that your daughter's going to have the same thing. And so that's what you brace them for. And sometimes it can be a self-fulfilled prophecy. Other times it's just product of circumstance. You know, if we are using your everyday commercial grade body wash, soap, deodorant, etc. I mean, yeah, we're all going to be having the same symptoms. So that being said, Alyssa Vitti goes on to talk about how we're not programmed to have PMS. That's not natural. And it's our body's telling us that something's wrong. And part a favorite theme, I guess, actually, of the book is essentially handing your power back to you. Uh, we have been made to believe that we need to give it away, or maybe we're unconscious to the fact, but I love that she really spotlights that you have control. You have power over your own, your own body and you can do things to make your situation better or worse. And that seems very obvious, but it's not. I mean, I think we've all heard the, the phrase that common sense isn't very common nowadays. And that's the entire point of this podcast for me is because as much as I have these conversations with people in my chair, I realize there's lots of other women that need to hear some of these things as well. And it's not like I hold a key to a secret cabinet of information that nobody else could find out and I'm gatekeeping. But I do know that I have stumbled on so many things that have led me deep down many rabbit holes where I have found endless copious amounts of information that has changed my life, my health, my body, my outlook, so much for the better. And what a terrible thing to not share it. And you can take from this what you like and leave the rest. And if you don't believe any of it, that's okay too. I just have to think about the people that could benefit from this and that feel so lost not knowing this information. So it's worth sharing. Reproductive health lesson here uh for your menstrual cycle the four phases start with let's say day one of your period that puts you in your menstrual cycle once your period ends and you move on into the next phase that is the follicular phase then you have your ovulatory phase and then your luteal phase until you go back into your menstrual phase 
So each phase of your cycle has a different strength. We need to reframe the thoughts around this cycle. Instead of being weaknesses, they they truly are strengths. We have different superpowers depending on which phase you're in in the month. So for instance, your follicular phase is all about planning. You're really good at thinking ahead, putting things together, and nailing down new goals, new things you want to tackle. These are just vague examples. Uh, The next phase being ovulatory, which most of us do know, but again, back to the reproductive health lesson, that's whenever you are fertile and your body wants you to make a baby. So it does all kinds of things to literally force you to be a suitable mate, so to speak. So you're very social, very outgoing. There is even studies out there proving that the sound of your voice is more attractive to the off, attractive to the opposite sex, and the shape of your face is more attractive as well. Um, you give off different pheromones. This phase of your cycle is a perfect opportunity for social functions, networking, doing things out and about that would require you to be social, so to speak. Then next we have our luteal phase, which is pretty much the end of the month until your period comes back. Um, So some things that are great, or some of your strengths are, are tying up loose ends and any tasks or work that needs to get done. And then lastly, we are back into our menstrual phase, which is a period of going within and reflection and um, your superpowers during your menstrual phase as much as everybody's told us that you're crazy or you're sensitive or are you on your period jokes on them because uh, your superpowers are clarity and conviction and that's why whenever you have the same things that keep circling back to you at the end of the month whenever you're on your period again something that has had a nag or a pull at you that maybe a decision or a realization, an epiphany that you have really been thinking about for quite some time. And same time every month comes back around, you're like, should I do this? Or should I break up with him or whatever it is? Uh, Chances are it's circling or bubbling back up because your deep knowing, your deep intuition knows that it's time to let go of something that's not serving you. So uh, Alyssa Beatty gives all of these phases this cute acronym called POWER, P-O-W-R. So follicular phase is prepare, P. Ovulatory phase is open up, O. Uh, full, or luteal phase is work, W. And lastly, menstrual phase is rest, which makes perfect sense. Centered around hormone balancing. Cycle syncing is all about syncing up with each phase of your cycle, which each phase has its own dominant hormone or set of hormones that is going to govern that part of the cycle. So supporting each different hormone during these phases, you're going to help unlock your best self. So for those who are unfamiliar the hormones that cycle through our bodies are going to be estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, stimulating hormone, also known as FSH, luteinizing hormone, also known as LH, insulin, 
and cortisol. She goes into detail about how different foods can help support each of these individual hormones. And she has recipes and like an entire list for you to reference just for things for you to keep in mind your day and your month. It makes it super easy and actionable. So I love that about it. She talks about how our second clock affects our uh, biological systems like our brain. So women have a larger prefrontal cortex, which Cortex is associated with planning, judgment, organization, and having more volume in this area is associated with an uptick in empathy and impulse control, uh, controlled risk-taking, and focus. So typically it doesn't develop fully until our mid-20s, but it develops faster in females, which may be the reason that young women oftentimes seem more mature than young men. We also have a bigger hippocampus, which is associated with long-term memory and emotional formation. So this explains why we often don't forget really important details, uh, like an anniversary or what somebody said on June 7th, 2014. Uh, we also have a smaller amygdala, which is the brain's fear and anger center, a greater ability to diffuse tense situations instead of the brawl that it would typically turn into with men. Bigger insula. So this area houses gut feelings and it's bigger in us, which indicates a higher ability to listen to our intuition. So it's not a myth and it's not just a figure of speech. We genuinely have a more intuitive ability. Have a smaller hypothalamus, which is associated with your sex drive. And that makes perfect sense why most of us are not hyper obsessed with sex every minute of every day. That's just not the way that our brains work. And then we also have a bigger interior cingulate used for decision making and anxiety. So it often takes us more time when making big decisions and worry more than men usually do. We have a bigger corpus callosum which the brain is divided into two hemispheres, the left and the right, and the nerve bundles called the corpus callosum, bridging the two sides. We have more of these nerve bundles providing greater connectivity between both sides, which allows us to harness the power of more regions of our brain when solving problems. This means that we are literally wired for leadership, empathy, community building, problem solving, intuition, fairness, and systems thinking. Amazing literally read you word for word from the book. It's so hard not to though, because the knowledge in there is so powerful and so many great things in there. But bottom line, whenever we ignore our cycle, some of the things that it causes or it can cause is that it interferes with insulin because increases in cortisol disrupt, which cortisol is the stress hormone. Uh, it disrupts insulin's ability to control blood sugar levels in turn, disrupting ovulation and menstruation. It decreases your progesterone. It delays ovulation. It changes the length and the timing of your period. Uh, your period can go MIA altogether. Only a book I reference and reread and go back to all the time. I'm so glad that I purchased it and didn't just check it out. It's absolutely worth buying because 
you can go back. I mean, there's times that I fall off of these things when life gets a little chaotic. And it's so funny because I start to lose my mind and I'm like, God, what's wrong? I need to fix something. What am I not doing? And then I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not honoring my body's natural cycles and paying attention to what's going on inside. That typically is the root cause of a lot of things. You can eliminate a lot of stress in your life, a lot of overwhelm, bloating, weight gain, acne, all kinds of things. I mean, she prefaces a lot of her study, like all of the research she's done in her book by talking about how she was able to, I think she lost like 40 pounds without even trying, all just by honoring these natural rhythms and the systems within us that are programmed to keep us alive and that want certain things from us that we don't often acknowledge. So really amazing stuff. I've definitely benefited immensely from all the things that I've learned from this. It's definitely a must read. Um, you will be surprised how much power you actually have. And instead of feel like you're banging your head against a wall all the time, once you read this stuff, there's so much where you're just like, Oh my God, I feel so, so seen. Or it's like a light bulb moment. And you thought that it was just you that felt this way, or there was something wrong with you. It's, it's just amazing. There's, and it's stuff that Kathy Heller, I listen to her podcast all the time, but she had a quote the other day that just, it landed so good with me and I can't stop thinking about it, but a little heady, but whatever we learn when we know that it's true is because we knew that already. I'm going to read it again. Whatever we learn when we know that it's true is because we knew that already. Essentially what she's saying, it's, it's all a remembering. So some of this stuff, when you hear it in the book, it's, there's a moment where you're kind of like, oh yeah. And you can't really put your finger on why you knew that. I mean, unless you're me, not that I know everything, but I, I geek out on so much of this stuff. I consume so much information about, uh, female reproductive system, fertility, pregnancy, postpartum, birth, hormones, hormonal cycles, systems in the body. I love all of it. So sometimes I read something and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that I read that before. But aside from that, there were things in there that I didn't, I didn't, I hadn't read before, but when I read it in the book, something intuitively in me was like, that is true. I do know this. That's right. I forgot. And it's it's just wild because we're all connected to the infinite knowing whether we want to believe in it or not. But there are so many moments we have, little ones in life that seem to be mundane and fleeting, little moments in life where something happens and it's like, this makes sense, or I've been here before, or this just, you feel it in your gut, right there in your solar plexus. You just know that it's truth and there's nothing that can be said to take that away. So a couple more takeaway examples from the book that are always things that stand out so much in my mind. Ways to let your mothering be guided by different phases in your cycle. And just based off the few things I told you before, you know, like for your ovulatory phase, since that's when you're more social, that's the best time to be scheduling play dates or trying something new with your kids outside of the house. And then, you know, in your follicular phase, phase which is the earliest one after your period, doing um, things like planning and preparing for, you know, those big chores around the house and letting them be a part of that. Um, even during your menstrual cycle, you know, resting, like reading a book on the couch next to your kids while they read also 
there's just, there's so many little things that again, seem so obvious when you read it, but it's like, I didn't even think about that. And what a help that is. It's an opportunity to give yourself permission to call the shots on the way that you're mothering or working in your career or the way that you're living your life. Once again, back to taking your power back and having bodily autonomy. It's wild what happens whenever you realize you have a choice. You do have power. We have choices every single day on where we'll go, who we'll see, what we'll do, how you treat your body, how you speak to yourself. The list goes on. But, you know, just having something in your back pocket like this as a resource to reference anytime you need, whenever you're feeling a little bit out of place, chances are, if you go back to your body, you're going to find the answer there. So I just really love this. I can't speak about it enough. I feel like at some point I should be receiving a cut for this book for as many people that I have tried to force it down their throats for the last couple of years. But once you hear some of this information, like you're... I feel like it's so inspiring that you you feel like you have to get it. You got to hear the rest. You got to read the rest. And I will be honest with you. This is one of the books that I actually physically read, uh, as opposed to most of the books that I purchase, I listen to when I'm driving. So because I unfortunately have not always been a great reader now that I'm an adult, I'm an adult and I have more things that I'm interested in. It's easier, but this was one of those books that it was hard to put down and, it, it, I guess it's a real page turner if you're into things like this, but I mean, more about the magic that exists inside us. Why not? I hope that you decide to order this book or check it out at your local library. There's even an app called Libby, super cool, where you can uh, check out library books if you have any valid library card for free, up to 50 titles at one time, I think. And I want to say that it's on there. If I'm not, don't at me. I was just trying to help, but this is definitely a book that can change your life for the better. So check it out. I hope you find something that helps you. Um, once again, get curious and get out there and make yourselves proud, my friends.